What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are Deep Dive Sports, and today we are hopping into a new segment. This is called our Lights Out podcast, where we'll be talking about UFC, boxing, and all things combat sports related. Today, we have Antonio and Duke with us. This is both their first podcast, I believe. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. And today's show, we're going to be talking mostly about Conor McGregor. He has a fight coming out on July 10th. It's a trilogy fight with Dustin Poirier, and it's going to be a banger. We already know. So we're going to start off with that, focus a little bit on what's coming next and what we think is going on in the MAA world. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the boxing fights, how they're getting taken over a little bit with the influencers and if how everybody's feeling about that, if we get to it. Um, but for right now, I want to know what everybody's thoughts are on, first off, Conor McGregor coming back after what like a year and a year and a half off to fight cowboy Cerrone knocks him out in 40 seconds takes another year off because of COVID comes back loses takes six months off doesn't seem like he's training too much going back for the trilogy what do you think is going to happen I don't know I mean I I think he could do it I think uh I mean it's the trilogy fight I think he learned some stuff from the second fight I think some of the things when I was watching some of the things that I saw that I feel like wasn't Conor McGregor. I think he was more boxing focused now. And he was kind of like stiff, in my opinion. And I think Conor's best when he's loose and like fluid. And he does a lot, he does a lot better with like counter striking. And in his, you know, second fight with Poirier, he was stiff and like it didn't seem like he was just going forward. He wasn't trying to counter anything. And I feel like that's when he got caught with the shot that sat him down. Also, the leg kicks were a big factor, which he's got to fix that, but that'll kind of fix itself with the stance, I think. Like, I don't know, when you just look back at his old fights, Jose Aldo and even Eddie Alvarez, I mean, just loose as could be. And, I mean, he destroyed those guys and dismantled them. His fight with Nate Diaz, I mean, I think he was more boxing-focused in that one as well. But still, I think he had more movement than he did when he fought Poirier the second time. So I think he's got to make some adjustments, but I think I read somewhere that He's starting to make those adjustments with his stance and whatnot, and uh, I think he could get it done. When you watch back, they just released the rerun of the Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor 2 fight, if you haven't seen it. It's definitely a fight to watch, especially if you're going to watch the trilogy. When you go back and watch that fight, especially if you know Dustin is a fighter now, he's just – when Conor fought him the first time, I think Conor didn't really take it seriously. And Dustin has just been an entirely different beast and a different fighter than what he was when they fought at featherweight. It's just that he's just an entirely different fighter. There's no way to, there's no ifs and ors, buts about it. He fought Habib for the title, got his jaw broken. I mean, he's just, he's just an out and out absolute beast of a fighter. And Conor McGregor, I think he just kind of, you know, I'm Conor. I'm going to go in there. I just knocked out Cowboy Cerrone in 40 seconds. I'll do my thing and I'll knock him out. And, I think I think Dustin's power is a huge factor in this fight, personally, because I don't think Conor, especially in the second fight, I don't think Conor was ready to face the power that came out of Dustin, because I think Dustin has a lot more power than Conor expected, and I hope that he fixes it this next fight around. Unless Conor figures out how to avoid Dustin's power, avoid the leg kicks almost entirely, because I don't know if he has what it takes to check them in the way that he needs to check them. Because if you look through Connor's career, he's not done the best at checking leg kicks or even defending takedowns or anything that involves not just straight up stand and bang almost. 
I don't see Connor winning this fight. And I think that's, I just think that's how it is. I think that's going to be his last fight. I think he might actually retire after that for real this time, for like the ninth time. But um, I, don't, I don't see it going down. What do you think, Antonio? Well, with Conor McGregor, it's it, like, of course, everybody's like either Dustin or Conor's got a chance to win this fight. But it's, you know, with, with Conor McGregor, obviously he's shown how good of a competitor he, he has been. And, you know, and, and of course, Dustin has shown in, in the past how good of a competitor he is. So it's just, I do, I do agree in the sense like Conor McGregor does come in fights a little he has he's got that swagger he's got his he's got his ego his big ego and he's very confident that he thinks he's going to just kick everybody's ass so it's just like he just has he does not he he just needs to go into the fight and not overest overestimate dustin like he might have done in the past yeah then you know if if he comes through on this fight and wins then he might have the good opportunity to possibly uh, have a chance at a title fight eventually later down the road. But I, I do agree with you, Chase. If he ends up losing this fight, he might just call it quit and, and retire just completely because that might just be the end of him. Yeah, I mean, I think if he loses, it's probably a pretty good possibility that either retires or just goes to boxing or does something else, finds a super fight to make a lot more money. But I don't know. I think... I think when you look at it, when he lost to Diaz the first time and he came, like that was a focus, Conor McGregor coming back into camp. I guess we don't really know what's going on now. I haven't seen a lot of media or anything. I mean, he posts some on Instagram. Yeah. It looks pretty good. But, I mean, the first, when he rematched Nate Diaz, he seemed really focused. And, I mean, he came back out. And I think people argue this, but I've watched that second Nate Diaz fight six or seven times. I, I don't think any – I don't think it was close. I don't personally. People probably disagree with that. I think you easily give Connor three rounds. And if you give Nate Diaz two rounds, I think Connor wins the three rounds way better than Diaz won the two rounds. So I, I don't know. I think I think if he's focused and I think he's you know, if he's hungry, that's another thing people say is that, you know, it's hard to it's hard to get out and go fight and get beat up when you got hundred million dollars in the bank, you know. That's what a lot of UFC fighters are saying. It's like it's easier when you're younger and hungry, you know, and like you yeah. want to make that money. But I think if he's focused, and like I said, I, I, he definitely has some improvements to make, obviously. But I think if he makes the improvements and he's focused and he's hungry, I, I think he could get it done. And then but I guess we could just kind of – Antonio kind of brought up like a good segue for like what the 155-pound division kind of looks like. I think, I think that if he wins this fight, I personally think he gets a title shot next because I think if you look at it, I think you look at Chandler and Gaethje, I think that's the next fight to make. Chandler and Gaethje, and then you got uh, Benio Dariush. I think he's like three or four. He's probably four, I think. But he just fought recently, so I, he, I don't think he's going to fight again soon. So he might be the guy sitting out on the sidelines. So I think the winner of Dustin McGregor gets Oliveira, and then Gaethje and Chandler fight, and then that'll be the next fight after that. But I do think the winner of this fight gets a shot at gold. If they want it, I mean, who knows? Poirier turned it down the first time because he wants to go make the money, but who knows? I, I completely agree with that. I think the winner of this fight gets gets the title fight. The only problem with that is when they're fighting, Oliveira fought, what, two months ago almost, a month and a half ago? Mm -hmm. He's going to be wanting to fight again soon. And if, even if he doesn't, if he wants to wait for the winner of this fight, 
I just I don't know, I don't know what's gonna come of it. And especially you brought up his hunger. I mean, if you look at his social medias now, he's not he used to post like training videos almost every single day when it was leading up to a big fight like this. He's not posting any of that. Like from what I see from him, he doesn't have that hunger. He doesn't have that motivation. Even if he beats Dustin, because he like it maybe is training a little bit here and there, but he's focused on other things, his business, his wife, his family, his I don't even know, three kids now. I don't even know how many he has, but I, I, I don't see him regaining the gold, even if he wins this fight. And even if he does, I just don't think he's the kind of champion that wants to, 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 to compete and to defend his title anymore. I think he just wants to get it and be like, I still got it. I'm Conor McGregor. I'm the best there is. I'm the best there was, and I'm the guy out of here. And I think that's all he's about right now. And as much as, you know, I'm on the Conor McGregor hype train. That's not what the sport's about. And I almost hope that that's not him. And I, if it is him, I hope Dustin kicks his my friend. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, Antonio, you kind of said it again, where I think it could go either way. I mean, Poirier, I mean, he's definitely a different fighter. He's a big guy. He's got power. Obviously, I think he's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I think Connor's a brown belt or something. So if it goes to the ground, probably give it to Poirier. The striking, I mean, I think Connor's probably a little better with striking. Maybe Poirier's got a little more power. Connor's got power too, but I don't know. I mean, I I think it could go either way. I mean, if I had to put money on it, safer bet's probably Poirier, but I want McGregor to win, and I think he can. Yeah. I like that, though. I like, I like the idea that McGregor could win this fight. When you look at their second fight, I think McGregor hit Poirier with probably three or four really good shots. And I think only one actually got to Poirier. And I think that's a big problem because I think just from looking at it, obviously there's no way to tell, but I I thought McGregor was hitting him with some of his better shots, like a shot that would normally either sit somebody down or at least give him like a, a backup and he just kind of stood there and just kept trading. And I think that that's what cook took Connor for such a big surprise. And what, especially in that second round led to his downfall because he had a huge start to the second round. He had an okay first round, the second round he came out and I was like, Oh, this is McGregor, baby. He's winning this. Mm-hmm. And then like 40 seconds later, I'm watching Connor McGregor take a nap on the floor. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting fight. My biggest thing is I don't think – I think even if he wins this fight, I don't think he takes the – I don't think he takes the belt. But that, that's, the, that's the next big thing is if Conor McGregor's done, I mean, who's next? Is it an Oliveira ring? I mean, we don't have to stay in the lightweight division, obviously, but, like, who's the next big thing for MMA is the big question because, obviously, you have Israel Adesanya coming up. He's 21-1 and one now. Um, you've got Cyril Gaon in the heavyweight division fighting Derek Lewis. They just announced that fight. That's going to be a banger of a fight. I mean, they've got so many up and coming fighters that just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, what do you think is coming up next? I, yeah, I mean, Asanya obviously was kind of somebody that came to mind originally. And then Jorge as well, obviously. I think those are probably the two biggest names when it comes to male MMA right now and definitely in the UFC. The one, one person that kind of came to my mind is probably a sleeper. But I think this person has, I think the personality and the skills to maybe be something big in MMA, you know, I think he has some work to do, but Darren Till, I know he's obviously pretty popular, but I think he's got, he's got a good personality. And I think when you look at like who he's fought and he's beat some 
pretty notable people, Cerrone, Wonderboy, and uh, Gastelum. I mean, he beat them, and he lost to Whitaker and Jorge, but, I mean, like I said, Jorge's obviously pretty good. He's pretty popular, and Whitaker, I mean, he's just monster as well. So I think even the people that he's lost to, I think they could probably set him home and uh, probably could draw up some ideas of what he needs to fix. And I think they probably made him better in those losses. But Darren Till is kind of somebody that came to my mind. I know it's kind of out of left field, but he's somebody I thought of. That's fair. Well, I could, I mean, I would say for like women's MMA too. I mean, we got, we got Amanda Nunez. Obviously she's a star. I'm excited to see what they do with Joanna Young Jacek because I think she was pretty popular when she was the champion. And I think even after, I mean, she's had some crazy fights. Obviously she's had one of the probably, probably fight of the year or fight of the decade, pretty notable female. I mean, you got some other ones in there. I think, you know, you got Holly Holm. She hasn't been doing that well, but pretty popular. And she's got the skills, I think. She just got to put them together. But I think, like I said, I think Darren Till, and you're right, we got a couple bangers coming up um, with the fights that they just announced. But Darren Till's somebody I'm keeping my eye on. I think I think he could do some big things. I like that. That's definitely not a name that you hear very often. With When you think about that Conor McGregor level of stardom, Darren Till is somebody that I would agree with you has the personality to be that Conor McGregor level stardom because he's kind of got that that cocky I can kick your ass anytime anywhere attitude. And as much as it pains me to say, I seriously believe that Sugar Sean is is possibly my only contender for serious Conor McGregor level fighter if he gets his if he gets his act together. That is. He gets his ankles peeled up. <laughs> if he figures out how to walk on his ankles, he could be a yeah. really good fighter. Yeah, I mean, Sugar Sean, he's, he's definitely uh, he's got the swagger. Definitely got the uh, looks. He's got the personality. I mean, he's got some skills, too. Just like I said, I mean, obviously, he came off that loss to Vera. But, I mean, he's definitely somebody that you could put up there. And, you know, it, it's kind of tough when you talk about this because I feel like McGregor, what McGregor did for the sport, obviously there were some guys before him. Anderson Silva was – he was wildly popular. But I don't think he was the same when McGregor came along. And I think it's going to be tough to reach that. And I think everyone's got to kind of respect that, though, even as, like, UFC fighters that probably don't like him or are going to fight him or people that don't like him because he's getting the UFC fighters paid more now. And he's brought more eyes to the sport. So it's kind of tough when you say who's the next Conor McGregor because right. I mean, who knows? There, there might never be one. I mean, people got skills all day, but some people don't, you know, have the personality for people to really want to tune in. They're like, oh, yeah, that guy's a good fighter, but he's kind of like boring. He's not exciting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Khabib. Khabib was pretty popular. I mean, he's really popular. But did he have like McGregor level? Probably not. And it's just because of his fighting style. I mean, Obviously, one of the best of all time in the UFC. But again, it's just you have to have the personality and the skills. And I think it's kind of tough to have both. Definitely think there's people out there that have both. They just got to put some wins together and get a couple notable names under the wing. And even if they lose, that's fine, because as long as you're losing, but you're learning, come back better. That's that's what you want to do. I mean, that's what McGregor did versus Diaz. He beat him the second time. Right. So it's it's definitely I like where you're coming from. I mean, there's no doubt that Conor McGregor would would himself re-evolutionize the entire sport. He made it, you know, Anderson Mil Anderson Silva made it that household name 
And Conor McGregor made the sport a household sport. He just completely blew it up out of the water. I don't think any fighter could ever do that again. But I do believe that there are fighters that could hit the Conor McGregor household name that he does, where he has people that don't even watch UFC that are rooting for him just because he's got such that huge personality that just draws people in. And whenever I think about that, the, the first name that always comes to my head is Sugar Sean. And I wish he wasn't, you know, I like a humble, a humble in defeat and a humble in, in win, even though that's not McGregor. You know, some, you got to take your L's and you got to learn from them. And that's not what Sugar did. And that was, I think that hurt him a lot, especially because I thought he had so much behind him to become that next McGregor level of talent. There's, there's never going to be another McGregor. And you're, you're right on that. That's what you have to compare to, though, because that's that's who made the sport. That's who made it as big as it is, and that's who made it possible for as many of the fighters as we have on the roster now to even compete on the level that they are. Right. It's like the standard. Like, we're talking about it. Like, who can right. reach Conor McGregor's status? You know, and I, you kind of mentioned it before, Adesanya. I mean, I definitely think he's got the personality and the skills. Obviously, he has some very notable wins. You know, Whitaker, Romero, Gastelum. I mean, he just lost to Jan. But to me, that's kind of exciting that he's willing to take those risks to, like, put on big shows for super fights, you know. And I I don't think he should take it as, like, a knock. You know, he shouldn't take it personally. Like, you know, he tried something and he lost. But, I mean, I think if he fought John Jones, I think that'd be a crazy fight. I, I think he has, I mean, he has what it takes. He just got to, you know, keep working and maybe one super fighter or another later and he gets a W. I think he could be up there. And we also talked about Jorge. Obviously, he just lost to Usman for the second time. Got knocked out. But, I mean, he's pretty popular too, obviously, after what he did to Askren. Well, I, think, I think Jorge, like, maybe one of the next steps he could take is if he fights Colby, I think that'd be a good fight. I think a lot of eyes would tune into that. A lot of bad blood there, fighting under the same camp, and then they were friends, and now they're enemies, and yeah. But I think that'd be a good fight, and I think that that would bring a lot of eyeballs. And if he won that, who knows? But I, it would be tough for him to get a title shot again because he's lost to Usman twice, who's the champion. But I don't think it's impossible. And if somebody else beats Usman, then I think Jorge's right up there as long as he you know keeps putting wins together. So speaking of stardom i don't know if you can really call it stardom at this point i'm not it's gonna sound you know i'm I'm really big into ufc and i used to watch a lot of boxing but nowadays i mean you've got jake paul logan paul ksi all these influencers that aren't really fighters and i love the sport i love combat sports because anybody can be a fighter i don't care who you are i don't care what you do but it brings such a, in my opinion, it brings a lot of bad rap to the sport. We've got these constant, it, we, we even have like, what well, it was like two weeks ago, we had like an influencer fight night where it was just, not, it, there was no actual like trained boxers on the fight. It was just all influencers. Uh, and it just blows my mind. I'm absolutely, it's, 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 it's almost to the point where it's kind of disgusted me completely to not even really watch it as much as I, back the idea that anybody can be a boxer i just i don't know where i land on it because it makes me it just makes me feel iffy on the situation and i'm kind of wondering what you guys feel about that it it is kind of a little bit disgraceful for the sport it's like 
like like grant yeah the the boxing ufc their businesses their organizations like at this with these joke fights like they're just looking at what's going to benefit their organization like whereas with like pay-per-view you know how, how how much you know how many pay-per-view buys that they get how many you know tickets they get in the stadium or the arena you know it's it's whatever benefits them i, I don't really think they really care so much about what you know the viewers or what the fans care about it's just really what will attract people and like what will benefit them because at the end of the line it's a business and they have to you know they, they don't want to see red in the bottom of their you know their balance sheet they they want to see black so but it's like yeah with with this fight with logan paul and floyd mayweather recently that was like the big headliner it's just like dude, you have a 26 year old youtuber that went up against a 44 year old professional boxer and it's just like it, i get it was an exhibition bout but it's like logan paul got his kicked like what like round five i think there was a video that surfaced that floyd actually knocked him out but he just held him up so that he say that oh i, I went all eight rounds with floyd mayweather like no you knock him out his ass drops like just have him drop like it, but it's like for for logan paul a 26 year old get his knocked out by a 44 year old that's an embarrassment as itself but it's like, how the hell can you call yourself a boxer after that? Like, that's pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say I agree with you guys for the most part. I mean, I don't like the whole the influencer thing that was like two weeks ago. That's kind of that's kind of stupid. But I think when you kind of look at it, I think boxing's kind of a it's a dying sport, you know, like Muhammad Ali, Tyson, you know, Tyson. That was when it was big. Now I feel like it's losing. I mean, it's lost and it's losing a lot of popularity. I feel like maybe that's not how it is. Maybe that's not reality. But I think with the losing popularity, you're right. Like they're trying to bring more eyes. And right now, only a few names that are like actual boxers can, I feel like, get enough eyes like Fury, Fury Wilder, Joshua, Canelo. Those are like the biggest names in boxing right now that I can think of off the top yeah. of my head. So I don't. I will say I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I, now, now, do I think that Logan Paul should be fighting Floyd Mayweather? No. Now, am I interested in Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley? I am. Because Jake Paul, I mean, you know, he fought Ben Askren. Ben Askren literally can't strike. <laughs> knocked him out. Fought Nate, whatever his name is, and knocked him out, a basketball yeah. player. And he fought like another YouTuber before that and probably knocked him out. I don't know, but I'm saying, you know, him fighting Tyrone, this will, this will be, this will be an interesting fight because the thing is, is if, if Jake beats him, now we have to start putting a little respect on his name. Right. I mean, like we can't say like, Oh, he just beat some YouTuber. No, he beat Tyrone Woodley. I mean, Woodley was a UFC champion. Right. I feel like Woodley sleeps when he's in the ring a lot. He doesn't do anything, but that's that's beside the point. But if he beats Tyrone, I mean Tyrone's got power in his hands. He can knock anybody out. And I mean he's he's no he's not a slouch of a striker. He just I mean he just isn't that busy anymore that's, after he got the belt. But 
I think I think he beats him. I think we have to start putting a little respect on his name. Then it's like, okay, can this kid actually do this? Logan Paul, I mean, I think he's got some work to do. He lost like a YouTuber. And he just, I think he beat Floyd Mayweather, right? Or did they call it a draw? I don't even know. Technically, I, I think they called it a draw. Okay. Because, yeah. because there's an exhibition belt. So it's like oh, at right, the end yeah. of it, it's just, you know, you draw it. Like there's no winner. Right. So. Now, I think he's got a little work to do because. He hasn't really fought anybody. I mean, Floyd Mayweather, obviously, but I'm saying I feel like he needs to work his way up. I have to give some credit to Jake because, you know, he kind of started with the YouTube and he's kind of moving up a little bit. So I don't know. I I, I don't like the influencer versus influencer thing, but I think if you throw in some throw in some influencers with like legitimate names, then we have to start talking like, okay, now these people have millions and millions of subscribers on YouTube and they're bringing all these eyes to boxing. You're right. That's great for boxing, and that's what they love. So I don't know. I mean, I think you could go either way, but I think I think if these guys are getting good fights and they're exciting, people will watch, and I think then people have to start respecting them. That's um, that's definitely something I wanted to get into. Was this this Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley fight? Because I'm 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 re- I'm a little mixed on it. One with Tyrone, and two with Jake Paul continuously getting whatever fight he wants to get. It's getting a little irritating. And you're definitely right. Tyron Woodley is, is nobody to sleep on. But to be fair, he was slept on his last four UFC fights. It was was just, that song he drops like, I'm going to beat your butt, beat your ass or something. And he hasn't won a round since he dropped that song. Yeah. He hasn't won I, a single round in the UFC. I, I just, th- that's my biggest thing is I don't know if Tyron's going to take it seriously. And I know that Jake Paul is taking it seriously. And if you have, it doesn't, I don't care who you are. If you've got somebody with no heart, no fight, no motive, fighting somebody with all heart, all fight, like just working for everything, dude with all the heart is going to win. I don't care who you are. You can go in there and just be like, yeah, I don't really need to train because I can outskill this guy. Well, guess what? Maybe he's been training all day, Jake Paul, for eight weeks, like learning you. (laughs) And that's what he's going to do. And I don't, I don't want to see Jake Paul win this fight, but I think there's a real possibility, especially with how Tyron's mindset has been in the last couple of UFC fights. It's, it's almost like I feel like it's the same as Ben Askren, as much as I don't think it is. But, I mean, because Ben Askren was a joke. He was just... Oh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's a hot take. That's better in the ring, bro. Ben Ashkin was a joke of a fighter. Everybody was like, oh, he beat a UFC fighter. Everybody that watches UFC knows that Ben Ashkin was a joke of a fighter. He was good for a minute, a hot minute, and then he just he just slipped off. And I felt like that's the same thing that Tyron went down. And I think Jake Paul was very smart to pick this fight because I think he saw yeah. the same thing in Tyron that he saw in Ben. And I think that's I think that bodes a, a, a big point in Jake's favor as much as I hate to say it, because when it comes down to it, as much as I love combat sports and I want to believe that anybody can do it, I just, I'm not a big fan of this social media, just wave of influencers and all these young kids. Like, I mean, obviously you have to get a younger demographic to watch your sport because your sport's dying, but there's just, there's no interest in somebody that's actually invested in combat sports like people like us that watch ufc or that watch actual combat sports and then you go to boxing you're like oh what's on today oh it's smosh brothers versus pewdiepie cool like 
There's just no appeal for somebody that actually wants to watch somebody that knows how to fight. I mean, give it to Ocho Cinco. He put up a hell of a fight, and I enjoyed watching that. But that's not the point. Like, you're enjoying watching it because it's something that's that's out of their norm, not because it's an actual fight, but it's two people that you know aren't fighters fighting, and you want to see what happens. And I, I just I just, I don't want to stand by that. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely right. I think it's smart on Jake's part to pick Tyrone. I mean, we'll see what kind of Tyrone we get in, in the ring. Can't forget, I mean, Tyrone touches anybody that might fall asleep. So that's, I mean, that's always a point. I mean, I think anybody could win this fight, honestly. I think if Tyrone just sits there and is lazy, I think Jake could outpoint him, maybe knock him out. I don't know, and win the fight. Or Tyrone could do what Tyrone does and knock him out. But I think it's really smart on Jake's part to pick this as a fight. Tyrone's getting a bunch of money too, so I mean, he's not super mad about it. Hopefully he just doesn't get put to sleep by a YouTuber. But I don't know. I, I think it's smart. I think it's okay for the eyes. The only, re- the only reason why I'm giving an exception to Jake is what I already said, is that he's kind of worked his way up. And now if he beats Tyrone, then we have to actually start talking. Like, okay, so who's he going to fight next? Because now he's probably got to fight like a decent boxer to see if he's actually got it or not. If he loses that, then it's kind of like, okay, he beats some like washed up guys and it's whatever. But then if, you know, what happens if he beats Tyrone and then beats like a decent boxer and then beats a better boxer, you know, then it's kind of like, you don't know. I I just don't know where it's going to go. I think Logan's got some work, but I think Jake, he's on the right path. Logan, I mean, like I said, he's got a lot of work and he needs to find somebody who's willing to fight him next and, I heard talks about him fighting Mike Tyson. I think that kid would die. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It's yeah, who who would want to go up against Iron Mike? Like the like Granny is like fifty something years old, but like dude, did psychotic. You, did you see his last fight? I forget who he fought. He looked like he was twenty five years. Well, old. he uh didn't he fight Roy Jones? Yeah, yeah. Was it what, was it that? I watched the fight and he looked like he was twenty five years old. He was throwing haymakers. Dude, yeah. I, I legitimately think like he could fight somebody like that's like 30 years old and potentially win. Yeah, but, but maybe that... Roy Jones, which is bad. I don't know, but Mike Tyson. <laughs> but that, but that's like definitely somebody that like encompassed his life mm. around boxing. Yeah, like like even after he retired, he still all he thinks and does is boxing. Like the like he just for as old as he is, he is in fantastic shape. Absolutely, because that's just all he does. Yeah. But, but I guess, uh, I, I guess like an, um, another thing I want to talk about with the this is just like, is there any standards now anymore with the boxing organization? It's just like, it's it, even when they open up these influence YouTubers, it's like they just brought their standards down to the, you just have to have like multi million views on YouTube, or or I mean subscribers, my bad, or whatever. But it's just like, do like do they have any standards anymore or? Did that just completely go out the window after after this? I don't think they have standards right now because they need eyeballs to watch. So they're going to do anything that'll get them eyeballs. I think I, I saw somewhere the influencer fight that happened last week. There's like a discrepancy. The promotion that put it on, half the people are saying that they haven't gotten paid and the other half are saying that's, that that's not true, that they got paid. Because And the reason why they're saying they didn't get paid is because they got like 100,000 pay-per-view buys and they were targeting 500,000. So I don't know which to believe in that, but I don't think there is standards. Uh, is that a bad thing? I don't know. But 
I don't think they're standards when they're just trying to get eyeballs to watch boxing again because they need it. Yeah, desperately. Well, unfortunately, that's all we've got for today, guys. I really appreciate all the input. Next time around, Connor's going to fight. We're going to see what's going to happen with that. We'll definitely talk about championship probabilities. We'll see what's going on with the boxing world. Who knows? Maybe we'll get KSI versus Mike Tyson. But for now... Good luck. (laughs) For now, we're going to call it an episode, and we will see you guys next time on Deep Dive Sports Lights Out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.